0: Love, talk Radio. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm Cynthia Poor, and my guest is John McDonald. Assemblyman John McDonald. And the Assemblyman here is he is here to talk about the New York State budget. Well, Assemblyman McDonald, where's your on the deficit? Um, how do you th- And the state law states, it has to be closed. It has to be, um, what's the word? It has to be balanced,
1: right? It has to be balanced. Yeah,
0: balanced. And and, and sustainable.
1: You you know, we don't have that luxury that the federal government has. We don't have that printing press that that the federal government has. And therefore, we're supposed to put forth a balanced budget. Um, The reality is. If you don't have one, eventually it's going to come back to haunt you. And we're having those haunts right now. You know, we, we are looking at, depending on who you listen and talk to, a, a deficit between 8 to $15 billion, would it be, dollars. Um, as you know, the governor put out a budget proposal the other day, and it's like a tale of two states, right? There's one if the federal government does X, and there's one if the federal government does Y. And uh, the x is not good at all it's It's very low, so that's that's a challenge
0: So how do you think the budget will be closed
1: so this is going to be very interesting you know there's as you know, Cynthia, you've been a long time follower and reporter of what goes on down there, but this oh. is going to be very interesting because. We will probably quickly agree on what revenues we think we have to work with, but we're really hoping for a hail mary from the federal government. And this is where the challenge is: the federal government, as you know, new administration, new leadership in the Senate. Um, it's 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 close, right? The the Senate Chuck Schumer is going to be the majority leader, but mm-hmm. it's 50-50, and you know Kamala Harris can break the, the tie, but. They've got to work through this, and we need them to work through this quickly. We went through this last year in the budget, hoping that in April or May, the federal government would have acted, and they didn't to the degree that we needed them to. And now we're going to be hoping that they're going to act within February or March, but the unknown is potentially, well, we know this to be true now, there's going to be an impeachment trial. It's going to the Senate. So one of the concerns I always had, you know, obviously what happened, Back on January 6th was just deplorable, just absolutely unacceptable. Uh-huh. And, and whoever was involved with that, and that includes the former president, should be held accountable. But I hope, for God's sake, that we do not have a Senate impeachment trial drag on for months now, which is only going to hurt New Yorkers, because it will get us away from what our primary goal is, which is to get important, critical, sustainable aid back to New York State. You know, mm-hmm. the president-elect, the president, excuse me, President Biden, has committed to that. Our, our home senator, Chuck Schumer, has committed to that. The House has been committed for a long period of time. I just hope this impeachment trial does not stand in the way as much as I know many people, you know, want to see this impeachment trial go forward. I get it. I understand mm-hmm. it. However, the same token, we got to make sure we take care of everyday New Yorkers' needs as well.
0: You know, in New York State, Cuomo relishes being the tough banana. And with Schumer's elevation to majority leader, that's going to give him a lot more status and prestige. You think there's going to be friction between Schumer and Cuomo?
1: I certainly hope not, and I don't think so. I think, you know, at the end of the day, um, the governor of any state, but including ours, needs to work with those who are in a position to help the state. You know, I mean, the days of people not liking somebody and not wanting to work with them should have been over with a long period of time. You know, at the end of the day, you know, and I've, you know, whether it's my business life or my 21 years in elected office, yeah, there's times I have to work with people I don't really care for how they act or what they do. But the reality is, guess what? At the end of the day, if those are the people that are in the position to make change and to help those who you serve, then you got to put your ego and your hatred on the sideline and work with that individual and I'm sure so Governor how, Cuomo will do that if that's the case so how, I think that's the case i think him I think him and the senator have a good relationship
0: How's the uh, session going that you know it's not face to face and it's remote? Is it running smoothly <laughs> you know it's it's going along it's it's
1: it, it's interesting um you know the public doesn't really see what's going on, not that they really right. saw it before, but the reporters covered it a lot more because they were there. They could watch the inner workers, they could talk to the members directly face to face, which is important. You know it's tough I, I really I enjoy talking to my colleagues on both sides of the aisle and in both houses face to face and that's just not there. It's everything's a phone call or a zoom call or a webex and um it's interesting conference, which is when we discuss these issues to better understand them is going on much longer because everybody's home watching their computer screen, and you have a but, lot of conversation going on, but it's, it's educational, but you know, we've got a lot of bills that were carried over from last year. A lot of uh, chapter amendments, they're starting to move along. You'll start to see the calendar start is getting, starting to grow and, You'll see many, many bills start to move, and the budget hearings start next week. Or Yeah, they start next week. So that in itself will be um, interesting because there are many ent- entities that are truly impacted by COVID, and, and there's many, many uh, impacted by the, uh, the economy. And we're going to see here what their concerns are, and we're going to try to figure out how we're going to help them with or without the resources that we have.
0: You mentioned uh, a good word, and that's Zoom. Zoom uh, brings to mind for me the digital divide. How, how is the New York State Legislature handling the digital, digital divide?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. If you talk to the folks in the North Country, they've been talking about broadband for years. But, you know, the reality is it's more than just the Adirondacks and the rural areas, it's also the urban areas as well. And, you know, being all these students trying to learn from home and not being able to have reliable um, Internet access has been a very critical issue. So, like anything else, as much as COVID has had its problems and caused problems, it's also created opportunities and made us refocus some of our energy. And you'll see a greater enhanced Focus
0: on on broadband. That's for sure. Great. Um, I remember a few years ago, municipal internet was discussed in the city of Albany. How do you feel about municipal internet?
1: You know, I mean, as you know, there are some 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 places in the country. Chattanooga, Tennessee, comes to mind that have been very successful at. There's other cities like Philadelphia not so successful with it. It's been a while since I've looked at it. Um, On the other hand, I think we're all starting to get around the idea that broadband is a critical infrastructure just like water and sewer. So therefore if you're going to have that conversation about making sure everybody has equal access, net neutrality as we call it, we have to make sure that it, it actually operates as if it's under some kind of control. Whether it's municipal control, whether it's greater control to the PSC, um, that's the question that needs to be decided. So I think it's going to take some time. Um, obviously, uh, a good step forward is what's proposed in the budget that we will consider, which is to make sure that those individuals of lower income means and households have access to the same quality Internet at, at you know a minimal fee of $15 a month, which is much mm-hmm. more affordable than what currently exists. So
0: what's in store for next week, bitch? people should be aware of?
1: I think, um, you know, we're going to start to see more legislation move. The budget hearings kick off. That's, Mm -hmm. that's exciting. They kick off on Tuesday, I believe with higher ed. And um, I think the other thing is you're going to see some effort to help do some more small business assistance, uh, particularly when it comes to um, tenants and their challenges. We've talked a lot and I, as you know, with Cynthia, I've supported, um, protecting tenants from being evicted from the residential households, But now there's this conversation appropriately about small businesses and protecting them from being evicted by their commercial landlords during this difficult time. It's a difficult time for all landlords, whether it's commercial or residential, just as importantly, it's critical for those tenants as well. And we've got to find some common sense approaches to help everyone be sustainable because the reality is a landlord with an empty building is not going to be able to pay the bills. And a tenant who has been impacted can't work either.
0: John, our time is up. Thank you. You have been listening to Assemblyman John McDonald. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and this is the Mohawk Hudson Magazine. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.
1: Thanks, Cynthia.